point what? Mature quickly by going for conferences and camp meetings and seminars. Seminars, conferences. Mature quickly by going for conferences, seminars, and camp meetings. The more you go for camps, seminars, like family meetings like this, the faster you go. Because there are avenues of trainings and building, capacity building. There are avenues of helping you. Please open this thing for me. There are avenues that have been made in place to help you become better. Are you with me? By going for camp meetings, every time I travel for conference, you should be able to travel for meetings. The conference is happening here. Pastors meeting, whatever conference, church growth conference. When you travel, you come back with a new dimension of knowledge. Like you have come for family meeting, like there are things you are going back to go and start practicing. But if you have not come, that means that all the things you have said in this meeting. And those of you who didn't come yesterday, you don't know what was taught. So if you have not come, that means all these things that have been taught, you have missed it. That's what it means. Mature quickly by going for conferences, camp meetings. I remember recently there was a conference in Brickham, the Art of Ministry. I told the pastor, I said, oh, you know, we are doing that. The things that you learn here. Mature quickly. It's a secret. It's a secret. The more you go for conferences, Everyone is coughing. Hey. My God, I'm at home. Mature quickly by going for conferences, camp meetings, camp meetings, seminars, 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 and also by 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 if there's an opportunity for you to join a school of ministry, join a school of ministry and be trained. It will help you to grow faster. That's why this year we are starting. We are starting the AFM School of Ministry. Yeah. And the tuition fee that this thing is is how much? Two hundred cities or for AFMs, three hundred cities for non AFMs. You see that? And it will surprise you to know that some of you, most of you, have not even decided you are going to join. Because I said that. I'll let you travel and come for a watch night, a full watch night, and I'm teaching. So you won't come for a full watch night that I'll be teaching you on the Bible, teaching you on important things. So I'm joining. School of Ministry is for pastors. It's for this. And some of you too, you are saying, hey, I've already been to a school of ministry, so I will not join again. What I'm going to teach is going to be different. And besides, this school of ministry we are doing, when we are done with this, this, this one, the next one we'll do, the things we'll teach will be different from these ones. 
That's why in major ministry that they have sporadic growth, qualitative growth in the lives of the people. Every now and then they have constant school of ministry. And everyone must enroll. You must enroll again every year and you have it. You have to enroll for one month. You are doing a certain training. You win this chapel, what do they call it? Move by. Yeah. When I say move by, God, the next thing is I. Move be. It's a school of ministry. The people that they did last year, the next year they will say, Oh, so I want to join because I want to learn a new thing. You become better by joining set meetings. And the question, will you join the AFM school of ministry? Will you not join? Will you say that you want to be a part of the first batch? Or you not join? Because you don't want to learn. Because I'll tell you to go and buy portable seminary, 50 Ghana cities. I'll tell you to go and buy shepherd staff. CDs. I'll tell you to go and buy this and get this book. Wake up at midnight and read. Say, no, I won't do it. I'll join. So that you'll be putting pressure on me to read. I'll join. And I'll give you project work to go and write and come and present. And there'll be a time that you have to come and teach. Come and teach. Defend why baptism is important in the 21st century. You are supposed to come and defend. But you say you will not join. So you go and stand with a certain person arguing and the person used two scriptures to defeat you because you didn't join school of ministry you didn't learn about the bible mature quickly by joining afm school of ministry mature quickly, mature quickly. Mature quickly. those are mentally join we'll find a way to get you to also listen to the messages part of the students if you are, those of you are doing sandwiches and whatever, don't you travel for your meetings? Those of you are doing distance on weekends, don't you travel? Even if you are in Tichuan or somewhere, Sampa, when it's weekends, don't you come to Sunyani to, 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 to join your, 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 your distance? Or, you, or they, don't they do it? So if you are doing school of museum, say that every Friday or this part of the day or Sunday or something, you should come. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm sorry, i Sabi, mature quickly by going for conferences. 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 Traveling for conferences. Every time I travel, I see things. See things and I return. I said, I'm coming to do this. I see things until you travel. You see things. I told the guy to get me the plan of this building. I want to build some these cute little buildings. I saw it. I'm going to build some until you travel. You will not see. You will not see. When you go to an Akazu campus, this way they've done their, their place. Travel for conferences and see. And see, see how some things are done. That's point what. Point one. By doing what? 
Point two. Point three. Point four. Yeah, make that point five. Make that one point five. It's a powerful point. I joined the AFM School of Ministry by making it point five. Point six. Mature quickly. far from you, you don't know their needs you don't know their problems you don't know what you can do to help their lives become better, you don't know you can't just figure out, so you just have to do guesswork but you, 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 you mature when you get closer to your mentor you mature when you get closer to your mentor and I think about nobody again I've, talked, I've spoken about mentorship I've about mentor, so I will not hammer on that point that much Every now and then I call my mentor so we spend more longer time on the phone. Longer time. One hour we are talking. One hour we are talking. One hour. We're talking. Because I want to mature quickly. Every now and then I move from Sunyan just to go and spend time the whole day with Reverend Solomon. I used to do it every week. Every week, I have to come in, be with him the whole day. The whole day, I'm with him. Everywhere he's going, I'm following. I'm following. Because he has an office. So I'm always with him. I'm in the office. He's doing counseling. I'm sitting somewhere. He's going, let's go and check this thing. I'm there. I'm watching. I'm maturing quickly. I'm maturing faster. I'm maturing quickly. Listen, mentorship will make you grow faster, it will make you grow faster. It will make you mature faster because you are learning from a master with close proximity, with proximity, with closeness, with closeness. You are asking questions. When you are, when you are being mentored, you must ask important questions. How do I do this? How do you do this? How do you do this? When you come in the presence of the great, you should ask important questions. Important questions important questions and always because a question is one of the greatest things God gave to us a question reveals what is not seen 
reveals what is hidden. Observation is not enough. So you can observe and see something and mis- misinterpret it. But it's when you ask a question that you see the intent and the reason why a person did the thing they did in the way he did it. Mature quickly in relationships by being mentored by people who have succeeded in relationships. Mature quickly in marriage by being mentored by people who have succeeded in marriage. Because they wish mentoring you. Who are you following after? Who are you learning from? When Elijah said, God has sent me to go to Jericho, Elijah said, I'm going. He said, I should go to Bethel. He said, I'm following. Everywhere I'm going. And that's why I had problem. I have a problem with if all my sons and daughters and people who say, Man, wait, you come, this whole place will be full. Some will be seated outside, sons and daughters. You know why? Because of treasure for an appointment with a mentor. Treasuring an appointment with a mentor is the reason this place is not full. Treasure an appointment. Think about it that. Throughout the day, the year, you don't have time to meet me. You only hello, hi, hello, hi. Then I set up a time as a family meeting. I want us to meet. I want to talk about the next phase of our lives. And let me have time to fill in the gap for all the wasted one year. He said, no. He said, no, I can't come. I can't come. Because I'm very close. I can't come. Because I just got married. To have sex for how many hours? Debbie, don't say it. this. Is you I'm referring to yesterday. I preached it two days ago. To I preached it. I, just, I can't come because what? I just bought a land. 7 p.m. I'm going to change my land. I can't come because I've got in Qatar. I'm coughing. I can't come. Coffee. I can't come. But when you stay in the house, will it will it will it solve? Will the problem is solved? I can't come because I don't have money. You had one full year to prepare for family meeting. Please, money is not the reason. Money is not the reason. I can't come. Because I don't have money. I can't come because I don't have money. Appointment with your father, and some of you until next year by this time, you will not have this number of hours because since the day we came, by this time, if we count how many hours I've stood to preach, we should be in about 20 hours that I've stood before you. You should have by this time, you should be in your 20 hours or something. The one I preached for, from what. Eight, how it was when? Eight to eleven. That's how many hours? Three hours. Then the next day was what? Yesterday. Yesterday, when did I hold the mic? Oh, okay. Okay. So two and I close when? Six. So two to six is what? Four hours. Four plus three. Seven hours. Then what again? Then today. 
when did I hold the mic? Three. So what's the time now? No, I didn't hold the mic at three. I didn't hold it at three. At around two, it was around two, two thirty something. Yeah. So how many hours now? So about ten hours. Eh? Oh, I thought it was about twenty. About ten hours. That means even twenty you have not gotten. You know, but you have been here for three days now. And you have not even had twenty hours with me. How many hours? How many hours now? I mean, 10 hours. Till next year, Augusta, you will not have 10 hours with me. That's why you must treasure family meeting. No excuses because you will not have that time again for a whole one year. So 2023, when I call you to come, don't say I can't come because they say we are doing election. I'm tired, whatever. Travel to Accra. Because I'm giving you the wisdoms for the next level. The wisdoms for the next level. The strategies for the next level. He said, You will come. He said, I will come. Because I just got married. I'm going to have sex for six hours. Can you have sex for six hours? Are you there? He said, I can't come. Only you. Only you. Only you. I can come. I'm going to have sex. Six hours of sex. That's what somebody said in the Bible. I'm not saying a story. In the Bible, Jesus, a king, had a meeting. And he sent for them to go and go. And one guy said, I just married. I'm going to have sex with my wife. I can't come. Six hours of sex. Who can have sex for six hours? It's just an excuse. It's not, he won't come. But he just find an excuse. I won't come. But he seems to say, I'm going to have sex. Can't you go and have sex and, and finish the dress up and come for the meeting? You can do it by story. He said, no. I can't come. I can't come. I'm having sex for six hours. I can't come. Mature quickly by being close to your mentor. How many points have I given you? Hey. Six. Six. Is six. Is six. Point seven. 
matriarchically by having the heart of a servant and a student. The heart of a servant and a student. One day I'll write a book on how to matriarchically. And I'll take your nose to write the book. Take it, then you have written nonsense, and you, your notebook, I can't be found. What's the point? Listen, there is a teacher in everything in this life. Everything that is done in this life, there is a teacher of it. Until you are willing to learn, you will never learn. Until you are willing to learn, you will never learn. And you learn by having the heart of a student. The heart of a student is the heart that says, I don't know enough. I don't know enough. I don't have enough. You are like Oliver Twist, more soup. More soup, more soup. I want more. I want more. A student always wants, wants more. Never gets that. I say we have. To. You have been preaching for four hours now. Won't you stop? Won't you stop? A student is not like that. A student is always ready. It's always eager. Something new to learn. Something new to hear. Something to hear. The heart of a student. Some people don't have the heart of a student. That's why they don't learn. Because when you are even saying, you say, what can you mean, fat? Fat. You're saying, please, the keyboard is loud. When I say, reduce, don't increase it again. Because when you do the recording, it's always loud in the recording. The heart of a student is the heart that there is more for me to learn. There's more for me to write. There's more for me to know. What is this that I want to know? As soon as Pastor Reagan came, I sat him down and I began to talk to him. Suddenly, he pulled out his notebook. He started writing. The heart of a student. Why won't he be the one writing books for his father? Because he has the heart of a student. So he has matured quickly. Pastor will preach you. Me, I wanted to say something. He brought out a notebook to write. Don't you see it? That's how he's able to preach the way he preaches. But he has a heart of a student and a servant. Do you have the heart of a student? And do you want to learn? Some of you, the reason why your marriages and your relationships are, are in some way is simply because you think you know. That's why. So when people have gone to learn and, and read and learn and, and about something, come and say, I want to teach it to you. He say, my name is Reyadi. Now they know him. The heart of a student is the heart that says that I can learn from everyone. That's the heart. 
I can learn from everyone. Small, great, and big. Small, great, and medium. Anyone, I can learn something from him. That's why the Bible tells us to go and learn from an aunt. What's the lesson that you can learn from everyone? He says the slugger should go and learn from an ant. Even an ant we can learn from, not to talk of an elephant. If we can learn from an ant, we can learn from any human being, including a drunkard, including a bully, including a fool. We can learn from a fool. You can learn from a womanizer. You can learn from a womanizer. You can learn even from the devil. The devil is persistent. He left Jesus to come again. When he tried to tempt Jesus and couldn't tempt, he came back again. It's not true. There is always a lesson to learn from everyone. There's a lesson to learn. And because you are proud, you are saying, one time I was preaching for a pastor, and that pastor invited other pastors to join. And the pastor looked at the pastor and said, who is coming to teach for who to write, to learn? That's what the pastor said. Who is coming to teach for who to learn? Who is coming to teach for who to hear? That's what another pastor said. And I can tell you that a lot of pastors have the same heart. That's why they don't grow. That's why they don't mature. They don't mature. Because they feel like, I'm big. I'm big. When Bishop Oedipo's sons are preaching, he's taking notes. What again is in the world to take? That's the heart of a servant. That's the heart of a student. You never know more than enough. Only God knows everything. Only God knows everything. All of us are still learning. If you don't understand that we are all students in life, you'll not learn many things. Not let me things. One day I was in a meeting, me and Eka, and a great man of God. And Eka gave an analogy. He said, You see this, my hand. This is what Eka said. This is this man. When it's far, what happens? Then we say, We can see it. It's the one that comes here. What happens? He said, You can see it. Then I was like, Hi! I've got a revelation. And I've seen some of you see him use that analogy before. He learned it from Eka. Where he learned it from, but because you are proud, you are proud. You say, No, I can't learn from you. What do you know for me to learn? What do you know? But when you enter your 50s, your 60s, you start calling your grandchildren, Come and show me something on the phone. I said, I give you because no way, Jimmy. When you need it, what I say, say, they make But when you are youth, you feel like I can't learn from another person. But even our grandparents are calling us, young people come and teach them how to operate things. The lesson is, you are never too old to learn. That's the lesson. You are never too old to learn. It's a good thing to clap. You're never too old to learn. One day I told Philip, I said, the way you play the keyboard, you don't know how to play the keyboard. You have to go and learn. When I said, maybe I thought he thought that he knows how to play. And I said to me, I thought that. But I noticed how he Because he has been playing for a lot of people, a lot of people. He had, before me, he had played for a lot of preachers. And none of them feel like he can pray. But me, when he started playing, I felt like, Master, you don't know how to play. But a lot of preachers say he can play. He said, You have to go and learn. Then he went. And somebody here is older than a 21 year old guy sat him down and said, This is how to do it. This is how to do it. This is how to do it. And he has become better. Until you are willing to learn, you will never learn. Mature! Mature. You have been in church for so long, you are not mature because you are not learning. You are not learning. 
Christopher Len. Len. Go and learn how to play the drums well. Go and learn. Because we don't have another drama, you think you can play, you don't know how to play. You don't know how to play. Go and learn. If one day a proper drama comes to our church, you have lost your job. That's the dangerous thing. Oh, that's the dangerous thing. Every one of you does something in this place. If a proper person comes, you'll be replaced and you'll not even be, you'll not even know that. You'll just come one Sunday and find out that somebody's on the keyboard, on the drums. You'll be like, Kai, Kai, what happened? And you want to go and take it and say, no, he plays better than you. That's why yesterday I said people say hey, he has favorites. Me, I have favorites. I don't have favorites. I don't have favorite sons and daughters. I don't have. I have sons and daughters that are always available. That's the thing. If you are available, if you are around, I'll use you. If you are not around, if you are not around, we will use you. Stands on my side. He has favorites. He likes this one more than this one. He likes this one more than this one. He likes this one more than this one. Eh? Hey, head like a coconut. Is that what you're saying? I don't have that. I don't have that. I don't have that. Is it hot? Do you want the fun? Hey, somebody say no. Somebody say yes. Mercy, Lord. Mercy, Lord. Mercy, Lord. Lift up right out of fire, begin to speak in tongues and ask God for forgiveness and mercy. Rakatabalaka. Begin to pray, begin to pray. Pray, 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 pray. Ask God for mercy. I was wrong. Tell God to give you the grace to mature quickly. The grace to mature quickly. Makaba. The grace and the anointing to O God mature quickly. Have mercy on me, O God. 
Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Now I'm doing this. I am giving you an opportunity to ask me questions about what I've spoken about. Let the microphone be ready. You want to ask a question? Raise your hand. Nicholas there wants to ask a question. Papa, please. Um, I've seen many fathers asking their father. I've seen many fathers asking their or telling their um, sons and daughters not to read certain books. Uh, what, what, were, what were some of the books you were reading when you were like me? I don't understand your question. Um, I've seen fathers who tell their, their children don't read this book. Not, not to read certain books yes. because they are not okay. good for them. I, I got a book and I showed it to my father and said I shouldn't read it. It was the book of Mammon, something, something. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I placed it somewhere. Okay. And I want to ask, uh-huh. what were some of the books you were reading when you were at my age? So is it? So are you asking me to get give you some books yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. are books not that, good? Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, both. Both. <laughs> okay, sit down. This, you see, if I had not asked you to ask questions, no one would have answered such a sensible question. Give me a list of books. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Benny Hinn. Good morning, Holy Spirit, Benny Hinn. The God Chases. Tommy Tenney. Understanding the anointing. Things I wish I'd known before we got married. Gary Chapman. Why you act the way you do? Tim Lahaye. Purpose-driven life. Rick Warren. Now, listen. Let me just give you some authors. Books written by these, these authors, you should read them. Okay. Miles Monroy. Miles Monroy. Mike Modoc. David Oedipo. That he was males. You see that? These people. Kenneth Hagen. Michael Felix Azaduna. You can trust those books. You see that? 
like I'm talking about popular books that are out there so that when you go to a bookshop, these are well-proven people that we can trust. The other books, like Gary Chapman has very good books on marriage. Derek Prince, Derek Prince like this, Watchman Nee, Watchman Nee, these books are good. Witness Lee, Watchman Nee's student was Witness Lee. Watchman Nee, Witness Lee, um, yeah. You see, there are some books that are just going to waste your time. Books of Mormon, the Ten Books of Moses, um, even the laws, the, the, the laws of power, forty-eight laws of power. It's not so much of a book. It's, a, it's for it's for politicians. It's for politicians. I've read it, but after a while of growing in the kingdom, I found out that the points there are not too good. They are they are. They are not too good. Are you following me or not? You are not following me. Yeah, so books like this are good for you. You should go and get a book Modern Marriage by Bishop Dag. You go and buy Bishop Dag's Macarius. There are about 60 books in it. All of them are good for you. Do you understand? Uh, any question? You want books on prayer, EM bounds. Books on prayer, EM bounds. EM bounds. Who is asking that question? Okay, Elijah. Lady, please, I want to know that um, we are supposed to be listening to sermons. But what if maybe you listen to a man of God who teaches something contrary to what your spiritual father have taught you? So what, what do you what? do? Yes, please. Stop listening. Okay. We are more important. Okay. As I'm told this year, men are made in our mouth. Okay. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Yes, please. Most sons are going through a lot of struggles because of who they are listening to. Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Somebody who says, hey, wait on God's time. And I'm telling you to marry. I'm saying, another preacher, I say, hey, sometimes God wants you to marry when you are 40. I'm telling you to marry. I'm saying, God wants you to marry when you are 40 years. That man of God has he seen what I've seen about you. Because look, assembly is here. I know in So if if something happens, I'm being I'm going to be responsible. I don't know if you understand. If I listen to the preacher, he's saying I am saying it, and I keep saying it. It is not in the Bible. The Bible does not teach that Adam was not the first man. Anyone you hear it from, it's a lie. It's not in the Bible. It's a heresy. Adam was the first man. It's in the Bible. The Bible says that Adam said the first man. First man, Adam. The first Adam. The first Adam. Yeah. And me, I'm saying that there should be no fights in marriage. But you listen to a pastor saying, you know, we 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 grab me, my wife, right? And they are also marriage counselors. They say, you know, and they are pastors. They say, you know, me, I even fight with my wife. Me, grab one day, I even had to tell him that and hey, whatever. But you see, we are still happy. That marriage, by the time it is 30th year. To be cohabitation, cohabitation. Listen, eh? See, me can't answer some question. Any man, any man, auntie, any penny for an auntie. Assembly, I make sure we are ahead from elderly people. When you are always in fights with people, after ten years, the relationship just becomes 
that's why a lot of you your siblings you are just it's just siblings there's nothing in, in between you and your siblings because when you were young you're always fighting the love is dead the only thing that's keeping you is the bond that and that's what marriage built on quarrels after you say oh, wait quarrel we still have sex you can hear pastor come standing probably say me quite this morning i've been fought with my wife but now we are fine maybe we had a quarrel there's no relationship without quarrels your father i'm telling you any relationship with fights every time that really by the 15th year it will cohabitation it just we are married because of the children we are together that's the marriage that you have and you have been listening to counselors that's what they are telling you they're telling you they're telling you so listen if you say that this is your mentor this is your father your father is saying this another person is saying that you throw it away even if it's coming from an archbishop throw it away Even if it is coming from an archbishop, I said, throw it away. And some of you listen to other preachers more than me. That's why you are struggling. Because all, you see, anytime I'm preaching, the messages are for you. They are not for even the strangers that are listening to you. They are for you. And every point is for you. That's why I teach in points. I teach in points because I want you to grasp the communication that I'm trying to give to you. But you go and listen to somebody who doesn't preach in points. They just say, oh, half hazard things. When you are done, you don't know what you communicated. You are still there. So please, you already have your answer. You already have your answer. Next question. Thank you, Papa, for this great opportunity. Yes, in fact, um, and then and this was an antidote to many things that um, I think it will help me a lot. But my question is, Papa, by all the points you've given us, we have to practice all of them. So I'm asking, how do we apportion our time in, um, in practicing all this? me for instance when i start listening to your preaching a point before it sinks it 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 can take about a, a week because point so i think how do i move forward because even a point is taking me uh, days it means to you are maturing don't worry about the speed okay okay that means half point is for you. So let's keep listening to it. Okay. This is what I say. Do you know that for about three years now, I have not been able to read the whole Bible. For about three years now. Yeah. Because I'm unable to go. I've not been, about three years now. I've not been able to read about the whole Bible. But I've read the whole Bible many times. Talking about steady, okay. Let me use steady, not read because I've read, but steady. I've not been able to study the Bible for three years now. I've been studying only one book, the book of Genesis. I'm unable to finish because anytime I read again, I feel like no, I didn't know this one. 
I didn't know. But some of you are in a competition. I've been there. I was in a competition to read more Bible books. So books, more scriptures, more to just so that I can say, oh, I've read 27 times. But as I grew, I realized it's not about Oh, Papa Sema, I've listened to Sema 72 times. Have, has it sunk? Has it sunk? I've read the book of Joshua 42 times. Ha, have you gotten the message of the book? Has it sunk? If it hasn't, you are just doing, you are just doing recitation. You are doing, you are like KG people are quoting. They've given them something to recite and they are reciting. They don't know what they are saying. I don't know if you understand that. that thing. That's why every message must sink. I'm still on Genesis. I can't leave. And, and a few scriptures, Psalm 1. I've read it. Ah, I'm unable to go to Psalm 2. Psalm 1. Hey, one day I read one scripture in the Bible. It's in the book of Proverbs, chapter 1. He said, My son, if sinners entice thee, concern thou not. Hey, I couldn't move. I couldn't move. Until then, before that, I'll be reading the, every month. I read the, book, the whole book of Proverbs. Every month. By the month of November, I bounce into it. And from then, I have not been able to move from that place. Anytime I open Proverbs, I'm there. My son, if sinners entice me, consent thou not. I've not been able to move to the next verse. I've not. I've not. It's like the message there. I still don't. It's entering me. It's like it has helped me. If you have had a girl who doesn't want to leave you, you understand. If you have been in a relation, the lady says, You understand. So if, if you are if you are listening to a sermon, you can't you it's sinking. Don't be in a hurry. So I'm moving to the next sermon. No. Repeat. Put on repeat. Sha la 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 la. It's like a girl who says, Jacob said, I will not let you go. That's what you do to Bible verses. This scripture, I will not let the scripture go. Kataya, kataya. Until the mystery of the word has entered me. I'm not letting the scripture go. Rakasaya. Can you imagine a scripture that says, Whatsoever you do it, prospers. Hey. That's what I have mean. up to now. I've still not been able to go to Psalm 2. Psalm 2. Mintimin called Psalm 2. Psalm 2. I've not been able to go there. Psalm 2. Psalm 2. Whatsoever he do it. <sighs> but if you think about it though, whatever he does, <sighs> hey, I've never seen a such a scripture in my life before. Whatever you do, hey. <sighs> that's why I've not been able to move from that someone. That's why I've not been able to move from someone. So I may meet you, you may go thousand scriptures. You feel like Charlie, you know scriptures. But me, one scripture has arrested me. I'm unable to go. You can quote your thousand scriptures. You think I have not. There's no story in the Bible I don't know. There's no scripture in the Bible I don't know. You have read. But now, the place I've got into, the scripture said no. You are not going anywhere. You are not going. Stay here. Whatsoever you do, I shall prosper. We laughed over our last year family meeting. Yeah. We caught them, we stopped. Yeah, that's why I said, sit down and let's think about it. 
And this message I've preached over and over again. That's some one I've preached that because the message is too fresh. It's not leaving me. If you leave me, I'll preach someone every every sermon. I'll preach someone. But I don't want them to say that this pastor he only has one scripture. Someone. In Genesis. In Genesis. Every yeah, someone pastor. You notice that almost every time I'm preaching, I say, let's go to Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 2. Verse 18. Genesis chapter 3. Because that's where I am. I'm unable to go. I can't go. I cannot go. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. There was a season in my life, the year 2012. I couldn't leave Revelation. The book of Revelation, the year 2012. I read the book. There's no story, there's no analogy in the book of Revelation. I don't know. There's no story. There was a certain year I couldn't leave the book of Jonah. That's why in that family meeting, 2018, I taught it, the book of Jonah. I couldn't leave the book. It arrested me. I said, no, I'll let you go. New girlfriend. Have you had a new girlfriend before? When you don't call them, they are angry. Why are you not calling me? Why are you not calling me? Why have you not been calling me? Why are you not posting me? That's what the scripture is doing to me. So, brother, if you bounce on a certain mistress, don't leave it all. A certain sermon. The sermon has moved you. Don't say, I'm moving to the next sermon. Oh, you know, I'm listening to Apostle Sermon. I'm moving to the, no, 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 don't move to the next sermon. Put it on repeat. Repeat. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Let it sink. Let it move you. And I can tell you, every man of God has not many messages. They are the same messages. I've listened to Bishop Oedipo for so many years. All his messages are the same. So I'm not in a hurry. I'm not in a hurry. You say, well, I've listened to all his messages. No. No. I want to catch the mystery. I want to catch the mystery. That's what you must do, brother. You must catch the mystery. Catch the anointing. I was listening to Bishop Kennedy again. An anointing left me. It also came upon me. He said, the healing anointing has been released. Go and heal the sick. I was listening to Kennedy. I was listening, listening, listening. Suddenly. It was Kennedy again. I was listening to when an anointing came on me. That when I'm reading the Bible, I see the thing. When I'm studying the Bible, as I study the Bible, I get to my first one hour of just studying a book. Suddenly, I'm there. And I see Saint Jacob wrestle with an angel. I see. It's like, I just see it like a vision. It's not too clear, but I see. I see, I'm there. And I'm seeing it. Elisha, crying for the mantle. And I used to think the mantle was some stick or something. But the day I saw it, it's a garment. Imagine yourself with a towel. A towel with one button at the edges of the towel. Eh? Have you ever put a towel on your, your back this way? You put a towel this way, and there's a button. That's how the mantle was. That's how the mantle was. And it was reaching his here. It covered, covered Elijah against cold. That was Elijah's mantle. The mantle is not a handkerchief. It wasn't a handkerchief. That's fair. Because that's it. And when Elijah was going, the chariots. Suddenly, the button, it broke. And it fell on Elisha. And he took it. He took it. I saw it. I saw it in my eyes. It fell by the river. I saw it. This is not Jesus move you. I saw it. And I was listening to Kenneth again. And the anointing, it fell on me. Brother, don't be in a hurry to listen to sermons and say, now nah, I'm done with this. Let me go to part two. Because you may read it. 
and say, Part one and two, he said, Fine, let me hurry up. Don't be in a hurry. Don't be in a hurry. We are trying to serve God, we are not in a competition with who knows more scriptures, who can quote more scriptures. The results will speak. Let the results speak. Who has read more books? No, it's not about who has read more books. It's not about who has read more books. More books. More books. No. Who has, who knows more books? That's the thing. Who knows what is in more books? Who has more results of what is in more books? That's what we're looking for. Now sit down again. Next question. Okay, Papa, thank you for the opportunity. I want to ask, it is, uh, is it advisable to like take notes whilst listening to sermons? Oh, yeah, yeah. If you can do it, you should do it. Okay. But the best way is when you are, you are on a retreat. Sometimes you are like, oh, this Saturday I'm just waiting on going fasting. And then while the sermon is playing, writing notes, it helps. Pa, 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 pa. It makes the, the sermon more weighty. I've done it and I know what it does. When I'm doing on a retreat, even if I'm listening to my own sermon, I write notes. It does, it does wonders. I can attest to it. It does wonders. To me, Punomo, see sermons, Bible Dan Jamie, Notepad, now, Paso. The message can enter me like something. Yeah, it works. I have had encounters from that. Yeah. Next question. Very please, um, concerning the mentorship. I saw Apostle Atticus picture on a certain lady's that then I asked you mentioned, that you've you shouldn't have mentioned <coughs> the apostle's name. Oh okay. Sorry for that. Go on. Then I asked, is that your father? Then she said no. And then I asked, so who is your father? Then she sent me a picture of uh, Apostle uh, Joshua Selman. And I was like, How can you be in Ghana and uh, is it possible My like child. somebody? <laughs> Come and hold me. I've collapsed. Hold me. Okay, okay. It's a revelation. That sister, you have to talk to her. Okay, talk to her. But some people now. Some stranger somewhere is their father. They don't know they exist. You should have been with day one. Please, the message there, how to receive a father, how to identify a father. Is it there? It's there. Get it. I preached it on day one. Get it fast. Get it. Get it fast. The first night, that's what I preached. There are some insults there, but do you take it like that? It's family meeting, so... Look, all the messages I preach are from when we post it on the board, I put disclaimer that this is to my is to sons and daughters. So that those who listen say, hey, I'm talking to my sons and daughters. So if you know that you're not my son, I'm insulting you. Please, don't go and say that this guy is insulting me. Yeah. I'm talking to my, my people who believe in my ministry and they feel like they have something to learn from me. I'm saying my mind. You need to talk to that lady, okay, to understand what it means to have a father mentor that you are following. There's a difference between a role model and a mentor. A role model is somebody that you look up to, you admire, but you don't have much intimate relationship with. Are you with me? Like I have Bishop Nicholas Duncan Williams 
is a role model to rise on my father. But we can, I can use the generic name, general name. Oh, he's one of our fathers. He's our father. He's our because you never buy a bishop, but he's not my father. Even though my father lived with him many years ago, but he doesn't know I exist. Many years ago, in the 80s, my father used to live with Archbishop in the same house. Not like tenant, or he lived with him. Eh? Yeah, he lived with him like as a houseboy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He lived with him as a houseboy. I hear you are going to take him. So you need to talk to her. A Roman is somebody you just admire. You see him from afar, you admire him, you admire his moral model. But fatherhood is when there's relationship. He has my contact, I have his contact. That's where fatherhood begins from. Fatherhood begins from there. So his father is right, her father is rather apostle article. And a role model is but because she has not matured quickly, she doesn't know. Yeah. Are you with me? There was a time in my life I was being mentored by Dr. Mike Moloch. I had a relationship we used to communicate. But now that relationship is broken because um, I don't know whether he changed that his line or something. I used to communicate with him. Sometimes he tells me when to call and I'll call. But now it's that connection. I even wanted to bring him to Ghana, but now our connection is no more. I've been trying to reach him and send emails, but no one is replying. And one time I was listening to me, he said that when he got to his 70th birthday, he said that he would not manage or know any of his listings again, so people manage them. So now it's difficult to reach him. So at that time, I could have said that he's my mentor. You see that. But now, it has become a bit, a bit complicated. I could have said at that time that my, he's my father. We see that. Now that's why I dedicated the make of the voice of honor to him. It's not true. It's not true. I dedicated to him. So me, when I say Dr. Mike Modok is my father, I'm not saying it like a fool. That hey, how do you by you he doesn't know he he knows that I exist. He knows that I exist. He knows. Just that he's in the US and I'm in Ghana, but he knows that I exist. I wait till you are not with me. So, please know the difference. Those of you who just get up and say, Oh, you shall say, Man is my father. Apostle Jesus is my father. He's not your father, please. He doesn't know you exist. Your father must be able to have your contact and communicate with you. Until then, please. 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 So, if you don't have my contact, you say, I'm your father. Hey, brother. Brother. Take my contact, brother. Brother. Next question. Okay. I'll be closing very soon for us to go and eat and rest and come back somewhere, somewhere. I don't know the time, but we'll come back somewhere. Ah. Um, please, thank you for the opportunity. This is um, kind of a personal question. Okay. Um, you've taught us a lot on um, uh, about help, like how to um, pray for helpers to come. And most of the time, 
when they come, I mean the males, they will come all right. But then they come, they yeah, say, so, yes, yes. I don't know whether I'm not doing the right thing or I'm not applying the right wisdom or Listen to me, sisters. When your helpers come to you in the suddenly, they start flirting around. Praise the spirit. It's Satan who is manipulating against you. Pray about it. Pray against it. Are you with me? Bind some devils. You see a man who comes, he's not interested in you, but genuinely has come as a helper suddenly. He start behaving fishy. The spirit. Satan wants to destroy the relationship by bringing that thing inside. Pray against it. That's the thing I'll tell you. Pray against it. It's a spirit. Are you with where you're going? Next question. Let me take two more questions. Baba, please, thank you for the opportunity. <coughs> please, I want to ask, um, concerning the mentorship, if, if you are... Um, Papa, I won't speak she. I'm still learning English, so I have yeah, to speak English. Papa, please, I want to know, um, like I'm following you. Is it right to say that everything you do, I want to do some, the way you dress, whatever you do. Let me use um, Lady V, for example. Um, in motherhood, Lady V is my mentor. <coughs> She's my mother, and I've made up my mind that how she dresses, the hairstyle she does, anything she do, I want to copy. Please, is it right? It's right. It's a good thing. Do it. Do it. All Bishop Dutch sons preach like him. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. They dress like him. They walk like him. They hold the microphone like him. And all of them have mega churches. Yes, sir. All, all of them. them. He that has, go and listen to it. If you do what I do, you have my results. Yeah. After what people say, hey, hey, what kind of copy copy? Are you trying to be a, a, a clone, whatever? Don't you look like your father? Don't you look like your mother? My, my father, when you see my father, his eyes are always closed. His eyes are somewhere. That's why me to my eyes are always like they have closed. I have to forcefully open. When I take pictures, my eyes are always like they are closed. But they are open, but... That's, I learned how to open my eyes like this. Oh. Even this way, I think I've opened. That's not open. My ear, my ears, my beer pants, and beer. Do you see that? I look like my father. Yeah. My father, he doesn't talk that much. So just quiet. In a certain way. I mean, that's how I am. I don't talk. It's ministry that makes me talk. But when you come around me, you say, I don't talk. I don't talk. I don't talk. That's my father. The genes are there. So it is okay to say that your father dressed like this and dressed like that. When Pastor Chris was perming, he said, wasn't all his sons perming? Don't they all perm their hair? The way he dressed, don't they all dress like that? When you go to witness chapel, before Bishop Wade, the police police on suit, all of them are always on suit. It's not true. You can see that in the church. Half, 90% of them are wearing suits. Yeah. That's why. Two days ago, I said, I think my name, you have not come. When I said, some sons are blind. They are not seeing. It's in the book. It's in the message. They are blind. 
they are not observing because some things be over yen can show. I saw the way you are no, not to watch with your eyes. Watch with your eyes and see what your eyes is. Yeah, you have to learn, but don't learn the bad side of your father. Makes you a better, a better version of your father. That's the beauty of it. Makes you a better like when when people meet you, like, you are it's like you are you are what your father couldn't become. If I can pray, the fact that I told you that I pray for this number of hours, you know that I should have been able to pray more than that. He said, My father prays six hours. If you can pray eight hours, you become a better version of me. Better version, a better version. That I'll be proud. Actually, this my son can prophesy more than me. This my son, he can preach more than me. This my son, he can heal the sick better than me. You have become better because it could be that God wanted me to heal the sick more, but because maybe I'm not praying more or I'm not reading more. Are you with me? So the fact that I said that I stopped at Genesis doesn't mean that it's finally. I'm not reading any other book in the Bible. It could be that it's my weakness. I don't know, but. But become a better person. Anytime you hear me say, do you hear what Pastor Regan said? He said he heard me say, I pray 12 hours every day for a month. He said, I'm going to do it. That means he will be a better version. A better version of a man of prayer than me. A better version. That's what you have to do. Become a better version of your father. A better version. Are you with me? So please, it is a good thing. You say you are learning from your father. Eh? Some of you don't have shoes. Go and buy shoes. Ah. Buy shoes. Buy shoes. You see the way I dress. I dress in a certain way. Dress like me. Dress like me. I dress in a certain way. I dress in a certain way. Dress like me. Dress like me. Dress like me. Talk like me. Laugh like me. Laugh like me. Laugh like me. I said, laugh like me. That's how Papa Isu laughs. I learned it from Papa Isu. I, 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 I've been around me and then suddenly I started laughing like that. When I laughed, you know, as well Papa Isu's, this is Papa Isu's son. When I'm preaching and impact members are there, I've had impact members tell me that the only preacher we know who preacher we feel like we are listening to our father. I'm the one they tell that to. I'm the one they tell that to. He said, when you are preaching, we feel like we are listening to Reverend Solomon. Impact members have told me that over and over again. Even his pastors. And sometimes they treat me like I'm also a father. Even Pastor Reagan, sometimes he calls me Papa. I said, no, my brother. Because I am rubbing off very soon I'll be standing on Bishop Dark's platforms and I'll be preaching to Bishop very soon. It's a good way to stand and clap. Don't sit down. Very soon. Yeah. One day Bishop Dark may watch my video. He preaches just like me. Do you see the examples I was doing here? That's how Bishop Dad preaches. So. Ha! This one, I see my future in him. 
Now I'm part of his board. Oh. I'm the youngest member in Bishop. That's what Apostle Atika said. I won't say he won't say it. I'm the youngest member in Bishop Dagi was Mills affiliate denominational board. His board of pastors. I'm the youngest. The youngest. So, so I I I I I contacted a fashion designer. I want you to sew this kind of clothes for me. I want to dress like my father. My father, Bishop Dark. I want to dress like my father, Bishop Dark. I want to talk like my father, Bishop Dark. I want to walk like my father, Bishop Dark. Yeah, that's how he works. That's how he works. Are you copying me or you're not copying me? Yeah, who are you copying? You're copying George and Simon, eh? Is he your father? Is he your father? Is he your father? Listen, it is a good thing. Sometimes, when I preach, you will not ask, where is Bishop Oedipo? Sometimes when I preach, you will not ask. You know, where is Bishop Oedipo? You won't ask. It's a good thing for you to decide that I want to, I want to dress like my father. take any questions again God the sister has brought a mood for another service so I won't talk again I won't ask if I ask another question if they ask another question to bring out the spirit the spirit will calm down every son must want to be like his father and if God has blessed you with more fathers it will make you multifaceted multifaceted when you stand one day they think they are seeing this prophet you stand another day, you look like this teacher. You stand another day, you are preaching like this man because you have been blessed to want to be me. I want to be like all my role models. So that's why I have role models. I want to be like them. I want to be like them. I want to be like them. I want to dress like them. I want to preach like them. That's why sometimes, you see, because it's come, I'm preaching like Bishop Dad. But sometimes when you see me, you see, I know. No! Who does that? This bishop boy, the book. But now they are preaching like bishop that or something. Sometimes when I preach at Kingdom Gladiators, it was different. Was it not different? It was different. It wasn't like you were preaching here. It was different. Do you want to be like your father? Yes. Do you want to be like your mother? Do you want to be like your father? You want to be like somebody's father. You want to be like somebody's father. That's why a lot of sons, when you look at them, you don't see, you don't see traits of the father in them. I'm looking for that day to come when I see that you have come for a meeting. I say, come and preach. You are preaching like me. I will literally hand over AFM. Said, I'm going. I'm not AFM again. I'm going to start um, MFA. MFA. That's what, look, sons that are able to really become like their fathers, they are the ones their fathers hand over important things over. Yeah. They're the ones their fathers hand important things over. Because I know that if I'm invited to preach somewhere, I know that you can go and preach and they will not be disappointed. Sit again. Sit again. 
Don't worry, the rice is ready. Let's clap for the rice. You must want to be. You must want to be like your father. You must. You must. You must want to be like your father. Receive grace by the power of the Holy Ghost. Father, I pray for these ones. May they be like their father. May they be like their father. Amen. The boldness that is upon my life. Oh, yes. That I'm able to challenge and do all things. I receive it. You're doing national service, you say you want to marry. It's boldness. It's boldness. You must be like your father. One person came and found us on our checklist. Ah, you are the, you are the pastor. He said, You, what are you so far now? Put from you, baby. He said, Me, I'm in here. Ah, you have come to buy land. Such a big land. Ah. I said, Me, I'm the one standing here. And I've told them that we're going to look for land. We want to build something like this. We're going to get the land. Want to, so that we will not come here again. A camp. It's not going to be like if you want to build a campsite like this. So we want a farmland. If you have a farmland that is being sold, let us know. Even if it's we buy it, ten. Because Grotto is not in the bush. It's Grotto not in the bush. Have they not sent light 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 posts there? If we will spend thirty thousand to send light posts to the, the farm, we will send it. We will construct the road to the farm. We'll build our AFM center. Our AFM camp. Because I'm bold. I'm bold. You must be like your father. That's why you must start building. You must start building. What for you have to build? You have to build. Don't say that. Oh, you know, we are waiting. There's no money. There's money. There's money. There's money. Believe it. Be bold and step out. Go ask for a plot of land. They say, Subrikum, land is 15,000. Go and ask. The one year salary requires not up to that. But go and ask. And stand there and say, I'll bring you 500 cities every month. I'll bring you 500 cities. Hey, no, I can't take it. I said, really, you can't take it. Then me, I can't buy it. I'm going. So, hey, come back, come back, come back, come back. Come back. Okay. I'll sell it. I'll sell it. I'll sell it. Receive grace. Be bold. Be bold. Be bold. Be bold to build a house. Be bold to marry. Be bold to plant a church. Be bold to start a ministry. Be bold to start a fellowship. Be bold to write a book. Be bold. Your father has that spirit. You must have that spirit. The spirit of boldness. Amen. Look at my stature. And look at the things I'm doing. It's not because I'm too special. There's boldness. If, if I am your father, be bold. Be bold. Be bold. I said, we are mounting a billboard. He said, no one, no young minister has ever mounted a billboard in this region. I said, I'll do it. When I did now, they they've got encouraged. And now they are mounting big balls. They got courage. 2019, a big award is young. Big one. It's not a poster. It's not a signboard. Because I said I had the courage. I had the courage to do it. I have the courage to do it. I have the courage to do it. I have the courage. 
God said to Joshua, be strong and of good courage. That spirit is coming on your life. The Bible said, and the Lord. Don't be in a hurry to go. He said, the Lord picked the spirit that was upon Moses mm. and put it on. 17 elders. The same it. boldness on my life. La, 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 Lord, pick it. I receive it. Pick it. I receive it. Pick it, Holy Ghost. I receive it. Pick it, Holy Ghost. By the count of seven. Pick it, Holy Ghost. Boldness. One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Take it now. 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 Some of you feel the breeze on your face, forehead. Listen. Some of you feel you feel like somebody's pushing you. Open your eyes and nobody's pushing you. It's boldness. It's coming on your life. Hold him. It's boldness. 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 Boldness to step out. Boldness, I will organize this meeting. They said, they said, they will criticize me. They said, I'm doing because of money. When we're starting young people will say, I'm going to do it because of money. People were criticizing me, but I did it. And today, look at what God has brought us. Receive boldness. Receive it. Boldness. You will do bigger things. People criticize you, but you do bigger things. Every big thing is criticized. Every big thing. Every big thing is criticized. Boldness. You'll not be afraid. You'll not be afraid. They'll say, No, no, it's not time to marry. Say, I'm married. Receive boldness to marry. Receive boldness to marry. Receive it. Receive it. Receive boldness. Receive it. It's coming upon your life. The spirit of boldness. Resakadaya. Boldness to be distinguished in your family. Boldness. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. Thank <laughs> you.